Today's podcast is sponsored by Blackhawk Mortgage, your North Carolina mortgage specialist. Tell them we sent you and receive your complimentary buyer's consultation today. On today's podcast, we have none other than Philip Harris on the show. Philip and I just met within the last year, but we are quickly becoming closer through our dialogues about business and life and realizing we have a lot more in common. It probably helps that his office is just a few doors down from mine as well. You may not be able to tell on the show, but I was actually pretty sick when I was recording this podcast. I had come down with a virus from the weekend before, but I was committed to getting this done. So I had the microphone in one hand and tomato soup in the other. Immediately after the recording, I went home and tried to rest up. Nonetheless, we were able to still have a great time on the show. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Palm, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Legacy and Lifestyle Show. Today, we got a real special guest. He was born and raised in Durham, North Carolina, graduate of Winston-Salem State University and military veteran of the United States Air Force. Philip started his own mortgage broker company after seeing many of individuals struggle with the loan process with big banks and lenders. So with no further ado, I want to introduce to you guys, Philip Harris. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good, George. First and foremost, thank you for having me on the show today. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Thanks for coming on the show. So, uh, Philip and I actually are office mates. So we have office in the same place here in Charlotte. Um, so over the past few months, we've gotten a chance to uh, you know get to know each other a little bit better. Realize we have a ton of stuff in common. So it just made sense for uh, him to come on the show and tell you guys a little bit about what he does. So I first kind of want to dive in, at, you know, just you know speaking about like what you do, right? So you know I'm very familiar with you know the realtors of the space, right? You have TV shows like you know Listed or Love It and House Hunters and all this stuff that put all this emphasis on the realtor, but at the same token, you can't get that house unless you're paying cash without uh, a loan officer. So can you just tell me a little bit about you know what the mortgage broker space is all about and you know exactly what it is that you do? Yeah, definitely, George. And uh, to piggyback what you said, there's no shows about the mortgage side, right? <laughs> because there's no glitz, there's no glam, there's nothing fancy about what I do. Um, but from a very broad overview, um, you know, as a broker working in the lending space as mortgage financing, I'm more so the liaison between the home buyer and these big lenders and banks that operate in this space. Um, what gives you the advantage of going with someone like myself would be more so having the ability to shop for you, right? Everyone isn't that well knowledgeable about what goes into the home financing. So you come to a broker to shop around a little bit. Gotcha. So it sounds like traditional lenders, they might, you know, you might just be able to go with that one company um, and whatever product that they have. But if someone comes to you, they have uh, a chance to kind of choose from a wide array of products. Exactly. Is that a fair assessment? Exactly. Okay. When you go into a bank or a credit union, you're only going to get what they offer. Yeah, know? that's true. That's yep. true. And it's funny because the other reason why we connected in, in terms of similar interests is because in my career, right, when I first started out, I worked for uh, Mass Mutual, right? And I had to offer only Mass Mutual products. And so what I realized is Mass Mutual is a great company, but it wasn't always a good fit. And so it's not to bash those companies who only have one product. It's more so to say, 
you know, different people have different needs. So it's good. It sounds like it's good to work with a There's no one size fits all in anything, and it, it applies to the mortgage world as well. Yeah, good stuff. Um, so from military to finance, right? So you, you were in the Air Force. So how'd you transition? What did that look like? Going from, you know, being in the, I guess the Air Force to then deciding, you know, I want to start a career in, as a mortgage broker. What did that look like? Oh, man, if you ask anyone about mortgage financing, they will say they never intended to be, be in this field. Um, it's definitely a special place to be because you see those and you're able to help those who, uh, who are purchasing maybe their first home or their 15th home, whatever the case is. But going from military to finance was an uh, easy transition in a sense that uh, it takes discipline, right? And I learned a lot of that uh, with, through my six years of service with the Air Force. Um, transitioning over to the finance industry, it was more so a temporary position. I never intended to stay in this world. But I learned it. I learned what I could do in here and, uh, and how I could help others, which was really the main goal. Uh, and that was more so the transition there, man. It really, really wasn't too fancy. Like I, I got said, you. nothing too fancy yeah. about the finance world. I got you. I got you. And so being in the military, I'm assuming you got a chance to travel all over the oh, world, definitely. right? Definitely. So I guess tell us a little bit about maybe how that shaped your perspective, I guess just molded your worldview. And then if any, how did, what kind of impact did that have on your business? Oh, man. Being able to travel the world has been a plus, George. You know, um, seeing those other cultures in, in different countries and how they operate has definitely helped me take into consideration that no one's the same, but we're all humans. That's that's the right. biggest key takeaway from, you know, being in multiple countries all across the United States, almost in every state there, mm -hmm. even in Afghanistan when I did my tour there, seeing, yeah. you know, how they operated there. And let me say this, I don't agree with it. 100% of what yeah. they do there, but some things work, right? Gotcha. Uh, but being able to understand exactly, uh, you know, how things work and maybe, maybe so applying that, hey, no matter where you come from, mm -hmm. no matter who you are or your, 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 your background, your ethnicity, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. we're all humans and we all have the common goal when you come to me. Right. And that's to buy a home. <laughs> Makes sense. So Makes that's sense. my job. My job is to help those that uh, no matter what race, creed, ethnicity they are, it's just to get them into a home. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Thank you for sharing that with us. Definitely. Um, so, you know, what are some of the top things you think people should consider, um, you know, when it comes to getting a loan for their home? Like, what are some things from your perspective that you feel like everybody should be privy to? Oh, uh, man, you're going to love that I say this, George. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say budget. I like it. That I like it. Yeah. The biggest thing, uh, so many individuals come to me today, which is fine, and I'm fine mm -hmm. with fielding the, the upfront questions, but some of them are, are questions that they shouldn't necessarily ask themselves, mm -hmm. of like, how much can I afford? Right. I get that question, because mm -hmm. they may not know the calculations, Right. but you should have an idea of how much you're willing to spend. Yeah. Right? Um, and when those don't even have an idea, I believe that's the number one thing that individuals should think about and look into is just how much you're willing to spend. If you're renting for, let's just say a thousand bucks, do you want to spend a thousand bucks or are you willing to go maybe to 13 or 1400 a month right. budget or whatever the case is. But uh, the second biggest thing, George, that I think uh, individuals should think about and know before they start getting into home buying is, is just understanding their market, right? And a real estate agent can definitely help you with that. Yeah. And obviously we know several. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, learning your market, learning maybe the areas that you would want to buy in and, and, and what are your key 
I guess we say, what are your key deciding factors on even purchasing a home? Is it because you need space? Right. Is it because you have a dog? Which is really <laughs> funny because it's like one of the key buying reasons. For yeah, they need, need space for their dog to run around exactly. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I'm not a big dog person. That's another story for another day. <laughs> uh, my wife had a, uh, a little Yorkie. When it was a puppy and it bit through my Cole Hans and my TV cord and no, sir. yeah, so we had to. No, sir. I said, so you got to make a decision, sweetie. Yes, either me or the dog. <laughs> she chose wisely. She chose wisely. <laughs> but cool, man. That makes a lot of sense. So you said budgeting, right? Knowing what yes, you want to spend, um, and then being familiar with the market, right? Yes, um, would you say that's because you want to make sure that that area is in alignment with like what your ideal lifestyle looks like, like in terms of like school systems and that that kind of thing, or just exactly. okay. Yep. Definitely school systems, but more so, it's, it's all going to piggyback off a of budget. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're, you know, we're familiar in the Charlotte area, if you want to, mm -hmm. oh, I love the Dilworth and yeah, Myers yeah. Park area, but my budget may that, not fit that area. So yeah. um, before you get shocked by your real estate agent and they say, hey, I need to take you here because you can't afford there mm -hmm. or that's not in your budget, um, definitely look at those areas. Um, there's so many free sites out here. They may not be as updated as what a real estate agent can give you yeah but definitely shop around do your homework um as a broker i shop around a lot mm -hmm. so i always tell my clients that anything that you do shop it makes sense makes sense um so besides maybe having like a clean credit report and getting all that stuff squared away uh what are some things people should do or could do um in preparation before getting a home to kind of make the lending process a little easier because i've heard some yeah, some people say it was you know seamless and I've heard some people say that it was a nightmare so yeah. what are some things that people can do proactively to make that process a little more seamless I mean understanding that uh, any and everything can be questioned by a lender okay right so having documentation for that three thousand dollar lawnmower that you sold last month to your yeah. neighbor okay um, and just not having uh, just money laying around that's a big thing that a lot of lenders uh, won't take right cash on hand matches mm. money okay uh, matches money why is that so because you can't document it, right? Gotcha. Maybe maybe, maybe you're working, but you're getting paid under the table, ah, right? So, I got you. And the IRS doesn't know about that. And the lender exactly. has nothing to do with cash money. I got you. Uh, everything, they like everything to be documented. Um, that's that's more sort of the biggest, biggest thing when it comes to documents, assets. Mm -hmm. Assets, understanding and documenting your assets. Okay, awesome. All right, so for our real estate investors out there, um, how can you know they leverage financing to get started in real estate investing? Like, what are things you know that people should be preparing for to qualify for potentially having multiple mortgages? For sure, um, man, I'm, it's, it's crazy because it sounds like a repeat. Assets. Okay. If you're looking to get into real estate investing, or excuse me, buying multiple properties, um, there are risks because if something goes on in your life personally, the first thing that you're going to stop paying right. are going to be your investment or rental property. Right. So to any lender, uh, those are risks. And in order to mitigate those risks, you would want to show that you have a good amount of reserves on hand to cover uh, if it's six months for every property that you have or okay. three months for the past two properties that you have. Yeah. Uh, lenders are more willing to look at you as a qualified buyer. Financing investment properties and rental is a great idea mm -hmm. because it, it frees up capital on your end to do some other investing with you george right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh it's definitely a risk it's definitely a risk and i would say do your homework before you step into that before you start looking at properties uh maybe reach out to myself or any other professional to understand 
the regulations of multiple properties and the lending on it because there are several guidelines that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac throw out here at us. Mm -hmm. And uh, understanding those is going to be key to the success of your investment. Got you. Makes perfect sense. Uh, so if anybody who knows me and listen, listens to this podcast, you know I, I do. I have my hands in quite a few things, right? And so through conversation that we've had, you know, I know that you have aspirations even beyond um, the mortgage broker space. So is there anything you can share with us in terms of some things that you're passionate about outside of the mortgage you know, broker space? And oh, so, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, George. Um, giving back is a, is a big part of what I do. Um, coaching, mm -hmm. even though it may sound very, very minimal, yeah. but um, impacting the young lives is going to be the next CEOs and the, the next leaders of, of the next generations to come. Yeah. Um, impacting those on an athletic level, it, it builds discipline. Mm -hmm. It builds so much character to be able to touch a child at a young age and teach them those things. Mm -hmm. Just not say, hey, this is not the only route, mm -hmm. but this is a building block for what's to come in the future. Indeed. Um, Definitely. So obviously there's several other entrepreneurial things that I have yeah. a passion with. Yeah. Definitely announce those maybe on this podcast okay. in the future. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, so you, you know, actually we're going to go in a different direction because it's the legacy and lifestyle show. So we've been talking a lot about business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, you share with me that you're a vegan. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I tried out vegan for like almost 60 days and then still implement um, vegan meals to this date. Uh, just, just share with us like what, what sparked that, that desire? Oh man, trying to push myself, right? Uh, I always, everything I do, I try to push myself to the absolute uh, limit and the best that I can do. So mm -hmm. when I was eating healthy, yeah. and when I was working out and playing ball, whatever the case was, you know, it was just like, okay, what can I do to up the ante, right? And then I just started looking at um, vegan athletes, right? Mm -hmm. You would be surprised how many vegan athletes there are uh, in professional sports mm -hmm. as well as just in, you know, the, the regular yeah. career world. So, um, I started studying those guys and those okay. ladies and just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. And it helped out. As you know, my fiance is vegan. Right. So, you know, it helps out yeah. because she was yeah. vegan before I was. Um, funny because it's a Lifestyle Legacy show, so I'm going to tell a quick joke. Yeah. Our first date was uh -huh. to the smokehouse. <laughs> my how things change. Yeah. No, and then she was a vegan. Oh, she's a vegan. Oh, but you didn't know. You took she, her out to she the... Like, was like that was a deciding factor. I could have left you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> you know? So that shows you like how far I've come to say, oh, it's just you can pick the meat out to nail yeah, yeah, yeah. almost you know three years into this thing. That's funny. That's funny. Cool, man. So you mentioned your fiance. So recently engaged. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Uh, so what are you most excited about as you transition into that space of your life? Uh, building. Uh, I'm excited about the building. Um, when you have. As you know, man, I'm, I'm telling you nothing, right? But yeah. building between us two, man, we have a lot of goals mm -hmm. from um, professional goals to uh -huh. uh, personal goals. Yeah. But building is going to be, man, I'm excited about just us building our yeah. life together. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, off offline, we can talk about some uh, some other marriage sure. marriage stuff. <laughs> um, um, so if someone wants to get in contact with you, right? They may be about to enter in the home buying process, or they just got started, and they're like, "Man, I need to check out this this broker scenario to kind of weigh my options." Yeah, um, what's the best way for folks to get plugged in and get connected with you? Oh, man, I always tell anyone if you hesitant about talking to me, definitely log on to my website. I have a lot of information up there. It's just www.blackhawk mtg.com blackhawkmortgage.com um, you can also hit me on my cell phone I'm going to give that first because we everyone texts right yeah, it's yeah. 919 
699-3938. My office line, if you're, you know, just want to talk during business hours, is 704-817-3937. But as we all know, we love social media. Right. So definitely hit me up. Follow me on Blackhawk underscore mortgage on uh, Instagram. Or okay. you can follow my personal page. It's Philip Harris 8 on Instagram. Um, I'm definitely always touching on topics and keys on um, educational topics uh, each and every day yeah. up there. So Awesome. Yeah, this awesome. man gave you his cell phone number, man. That, that's, that's customer service to yeah, a whole other level. Me, man. Customer me. service to a whole other level. All right, so one question that I always like to ask people um, as we kind of wrap up the show is, you know, how are you living your lifestyle today to prepare you for the legacy that you want to leave tomorrow? Oh, I'm in making sacrifices, George. I'm living my life each and every day making sacrifices mm-hmm. to give up something that wants, mm-hmm. you know, to be sure that I'm able to live a lifestyle that uh, maybe others can't later on down the road. Absolutely. That's what I preach. Delayed gratification, making those smart decisions. So that's another reason why we connected and, and have a lot of, a lot of things in common. Well, Philip, man, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, man, it's been a pleasure. Man, any, any last words, anything you want to share with the audience before you go? Oh, man, words of encouragement, man. Today is not the end of your life, so mm-hmm. continue to grind through it and be great. Y'all stay blessed. Indeed. Well, thanks again, man. Until next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Achenpong where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.